0: Dear friends, uh, when Sandy asked me to do this talk on gratitude, I I have to say I was grateful. (laughs) Uh, um, I've had, it's just been something that's been on my mind a great deal uh, for the last months. Uh, Gratitude. It can be um, a strong feeling for something very good that's happened in your life. And it can come up when some bad things happen, and you get surprisingly strong support. And um, those, both of those are things that I've been experiencing. I have to do full disclosure here. I'm kind of new at giving talks, so I wrote mine out. But I'm going to try not to read it. You can poke me if I read too much. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, as some of you know, uh, who I've um, done been doing Dharma sharing with, um, I have, and you may notice my thick glasses, I have some eye issues um, that are probably my biggest challenge in my life. I have a myopic macular degeneration, which means that my eyeballs got so long that the retinas stretch thin, and then you get blind spots. And this is, it started um, maybe 10 years ago or something like that. And, um, I went through a stage where um, I had kind of a double vision because there's some distortion involved, and where one eye had changed, the other had a blind spot. So there are these weird little um, double vision things. But um, about a year and a half ago, things really started to change, and my um, right eye, which is my do- my very dominant eye. Um, a spot that's near the the macula, the the real focal point of the eye, um, got large and and covered that area. So suddenly, I I really couldn't see, um, which is quite a experience. Um, just to give you a little idea of what it what this eye does, I went to the eye doctor and had him check and. Uh, this was after we knew what was going on and everything. So they put the thing over my left eye, and then I was supposed to start reading the eye chart. You know, you start with that big E up on the top and work your way on down. Well, I couldn't really see the E. So I look. If I would, of course, this side's covered. So if I would look away, I could see it was there. But if I tried to look at it, it disappeared. And it was. I kept doing that. It was the weirdest um, sensation. So that was the low point here. We're working toward the gratitude part. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> and um, so my left eye, which had several of these spots on, it, it had to take over the dominance. And um, it's like a play or something. And it it has really proved to be a surprisingly strong character. I think even some of the the spots have gotten um uh, better, and i um I can read gratitude <laughs> I can play the piano looking at my music, yes, more gratitude um, and what i've given up is um it's just it just wasn't working is to drive the car um Although I did get a driver's license, it turns out you only need one eye at 2015 to drive in Montana, which explains a lot of things. <laughs> so um, I opted not to do that. It, you know, it, my eye because it hasn't been dominant very long. It's slow, and the traffic in the Flathead is fast, and I felt just profoundly unsafe. Um, So not being able to drive, you know, old people fight to keep their car keys. And I know from my dad's last years, um, they took his keys, but he kept driving. You know, it just just is very, very hard. Um, So now we're starting to get um, to the gratitude part. My husband said to me, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. Now, To me, that was the best declaration of love that I've hardly had, because that included all sorts of places that he wouldn't really want to have gone otherwise. We shop together. He takes me to this choir that I sing in, and uh, he takes a book and he reads, and people say to him, oh, why aren't you singing? They haven't ever heard him sing. (laughs) and then they'd say, well, what are you reading? Pretty soon he has different friends. And I think they're just really curious about this generous person who would do this week after week after week because, because I love it so much. So I knew when he said it. I knew that he would follow through with it. And I just thought it was wonderful. Um, So um, our daughter um, lives in the Flathead, and she's been kind of on a spiritual search for a, a long time, and one of the things she was interested in is, is our practice, and so she takes me every Thursday night, she picks me up and takes me to Sangha, and that works really well um, uh, for both her personal life and also um, our relationship, we have that Date to get to be together. So gratitude feels like love, and it feels like generosity, and they all are hard to separate from each other. So I probably have to kind of read this part because I know I think I know it. Um, I've ridden in the car of about nine people from The People take me to things. They pick me up from things. Um, when my husband and my son decided to take a road trip to the Arctic, they they had been going to do it for a long time. So, <laughs> well, um, so then we noticed that I would be home alone without a car, um, and and I didn't really make too big a deal out of it. I, I've talked to Gina quite a bit about it, probably. <laughs> anxiety you got to tell somebody but um, people started giving me notes with their telephone number on and saying oh if you need anything and it was amazing I've never been to the grocery store so much in my life (laughs) (laughs) just for the company you know it was really nice (laughs) and we just had I had such a uh, my birthday occurred during that time my daughter spent the whole day with me and we just shopped and went to a movie, had so much fun, and it was just um, a, a time of, of so, much, um, so much gratitude. And it's so surprising to me to feel so safe in, in this kind of what I would perceive as kind of a risky <laughs> circumstance. Um, so um, I, I'm not independent, but I'm, I'm safe. So one uh, pitfall, I think, of having a handicap is um, to feel sorry for yourself. And I have to say that um, um, the gratitude that has come up for all the help I've had, which it's just, I mean, I didn't tell you half of it, really, um, is just so... um, embracing and so supportive that I don't feel sorry for myself. But I think if I ever do, I would remember people like Stephen Hawking and Helen Keller and think, well, they can do that, I can do something. So that's I'm kind of um, thinking of that. The other negative seed is a little harder for me to deal with, um, which is fear. Um, when I was a kid in Illinois, A long time ago, we had a a friend of our family who was probably a middle-aged guy at the time. He went to bed, able to see, and he woke up blind. And that was, I was probably 10 or something, maybe, Mm -hmm. along in there age-wise. And I had to have the nightlight on for the longest time because I had to keep checking to make sure I could see. And um, I hope, I mean, I don't know, that doesn't really relate to what's happening to me, but you know, it's, I think it, it reminds me of what a deep, what a deep fear that actually can be. And I think, well, what will I do if the blind spot comes over the center part of my left eye? I won't be able to read anymore. And that, I, I don't know if I'm even me if I can't read. And I hope I don't have to find out, but will. And then if I didn't have my husband, I don't know how, how that would work out. So there's lots of, there's lots of um, things that aren't for sure, but actually, as we know, there's a lot of things that aren't for sure for any of us. So somehow I think oh, um, meditation, the whole practice, the friends, and then technology. There's all kinds of things that have come up to help people who have vision problems. And um, being on the leading edge of where the baby boomers are, I think they're all going to just come up for me, maybe. Um, I've even been told by an eye doc, now this, if you only take one point out of my talk, there's some kind of prisms you can get put in your glasses that are supposed to, do something for people that have an eye condition like mine, which it sounds very exciting but quite confusing. So you can imagine prisms in your glasses. Um, gratitude to me is a seed that is easy to water. It it responds like a. Oh, what is the most vigorous plant? Probably the weeds. Huh? Yeah, the dandelion. <laughs> Yeah, because you just give it a little attention, and it can really grow where um, there are other things that maybe are a little harder. Um, And since Sandy went 16 minutes, I'm going to do my whole talk. (laughs) So I want to talk just a tiny bit about the OI process. What a feeling of gratitude I've had with that. I have gotten so much support um, from our local, our local sangha, uh, people writing nice things about me, people saying nice things that make me think, I really belong here, I'm not just a, like a visitor, this is, this is a real um, home for me where I'm appreciated in a way that I can't remember if I've been appreciated that much before. Um, And when it came time to go to Deer Park to be ordained, um, of course, traveling by myself doesn't work very well because I can't see very far. And um, I thought there's no way in the world that I would be able to arrange the transportation to get from the airport to the monastery. But somehow, through um, the efforts of my um, mentor and my... Maybe my Dharma teacher, I don't know who all was in on this. I ended up with two wonderful people from our sangha, um, Laura and Bernadette, that um, they walked with me. Every time we had to walk in the dark, which you do a lot at the monastery, because you go to meditate at 5 a.m., it's still dark, and then you get home at 9, and it's dark again. And I couldn't, um, you know, it was just hard for me to figure it out at first, so we walked together, we had the flashlight and the three of us. It was really, really lovely. And they helped me find my shoes outside the meditation hall. That's a big deal. If you can't see too well, let me tell you. So Bernadette has long feet, so we put her shoes. And then I put mine right by them. And hers were really distinctive, really pretty colored. And that worked really, really well. Um, so that was all. I mean, And I, I just will remember their kindness forever. It was incredible. So it's been important for me to um, do what I can and to give what I can. My husband's the kind of person that if I let him, he'll do everything for me, which is sort of opposite of the husband that doesn't do anything, but it doesn't always work out well. <laughs> and <laughs> well, don't, don't tell him I said that. Um, no, but it's just like um, uh, I will get so I can't do the things in my house every time we get a new gadget I have to learn how to do it and I have to learn a lot of times learn it from someone but I need to learn how to do all this stuff and keep being um, an adult I'm learning to accept help but not expect it I think that's an important point I'm learning that receiving help and giving help are not transactional if you do something nice for me I'll do something nice for you no We do, we accept, we acknowledge, we pay forward. It's gratitude. It's life. So I'm moving into the closing phases of my talk. Um, When I sit down to meditate in the morning, I sit in front of a window. And um, the first thing I do before I set any intention For the meditation or I take a breathing in, I know I am breathing in, I just look out the window and I look and I look and I look and I look at the clouds and the trees and the wind in the trees, the lately, the snow on the deck. (laughs) And you know, it's just like the, the, um, what's the word that Stephen Batchelor had? Oh, the everyday sublime. Just the beauty of the world we live in, um, and it is—it's so moving to me. And as both Corey and Sandy have said, you know, the more you look, the more you see. The more you see, the more grateful you are. And um, I'm profoundly grateful for my life and this practice and everything.